Hi everyone uh, welcome to another episode of my podcast uh, so today we are going to talk to a special person uh, if you if you are if you are in the philippine industry if you have been to music concerts in the philippines you probably uh, seen uh, this person today we are talking to karen from finite fam hi karen nice hello thanks for having me Yeah so how are you doing uh, with the lockdown and the covid and all this what how are you coping with this it's been it's been really hard because we have to cancel all our remaining shows for the rest of the year because um well until further notice that is because we we're not sure even if the lockdown is lifted even if we're like back to normal um it's not it's it's still prohibited to um have large gatherings so right. we've accepted that in a way so that's why we started the finite magazine online magazine just so we can still bring content to our followers yeah i saw yeah. that uh, when you released it so i even downloaded that it's very interesting that uh, that it came out uh i think karen we probably i think i've probably first seen you maybe in in 2015 or 2016 i think in one of the maybe it was summerslam was it yeah i think it's summerslam right probably 2016 yeah. summerslam yeah um, from the volume summerslam yeah yeah the special uh, volume <laughs> i'm i that was actually my first summerslam ever Yeah so do you know that it was actually supposed to be SummerSlam today because that year 2020 Yeah I saw I saw you guys had a Zoom meeting with Vernon Yeah it's it's, yeah, cool. it's it's kind of very emotional gathering because you know everyone was looking forward to this and then it was the 20th yeah. uh, anniversary so but anyway anyway we life life goes on right so <laughs> I mean you know maybe next year Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> I uh can you tell me a little bit about you uh how did you got into the music scene and you know what music did you discover you know early age what bands did you listen to Um well I wasn't really a metal fan or so like when I was younger I w- I used to listen to just like soft rock like Paramore and like you know things uh bands like that but i never really liked metal until i listened to um became romance and um of mice and men bands like that i started right. to listen to i started to get into um heavier stuff when i was in college i think i was 18 that i'm a late bloomer so right. um yeah um i I've always been like I've, I've always been like passionate about bands and music that I like um even before when I didn't listen to metal so when I got into metal I, the passion is still there just like any any thing that I put my mind into um I'm passionate about it and I just like I do it with 100% so um I started um I I actually like volumes um I started to beg Vernon to bring them to Manila back in like 2014. I was like please I keep on messaging him like please bring volumes to the Philippines and then like you know fast forward I begged him for like 
um, a couple of years, and then finally he brought them to the Philippines. Right. So yeah, um, I started Fanet Fam back in 2017. Yeah, it was 2017 with a bunch of friends. Um, we just wanted to do like local shows. I've never, I've, ever since I got into metal, I also started to go to local shows as well. Um, that's how I found out that the Philippines has a massive um, metal scene as well. So yeah, that's pretty much like the summary of it. Right. So is that is that the start of uh, finite family or is it uh, is that the birth of finite family? Um, it was twenty seventeen, yeah. So what's finite family? It's it's what what does finite family do? Is uh, can you tell me a little bit about who who's part of it and what you guys do? Okay. Um. So when we first started in twenty seventeen, finite fam had like eleven. Members. So we were like a huge team, mm-hmm. but um, during uh, when when um time went by, um, these people that I was with, they're still my friends, but like they just don't have the same goals as me. So it's kind of like when you have when you're in a band and um you don't have the same goals, it won't work. So okay. they had to go, and um there was a time when it was just me and Jam, um me and my friend Jam, we were just like the two people running Finite Fam for like a few months. And then um right now we have we are we're we're five in total. So that's me, Jam, Patricia, Enrique and Nico. Um so what we do basically is aside from doing events, aside from organizing events, we also do um content creation. So like recently we had a magazine like what I said um we do um interviews with local acts as well and then um we also have um we also do artist management so i manage right now i manage five bands in the finite fam roster like five local bands okay uh i i I know like you you uh you manage like lost threads uh and then uh <clears throat> also uh Oka, right? So what are the other bands you manage? Um so I manage um Lost Reds, Orca, Fragment, Similar Intents, and False Contender. Um they're all uh, metal of um different different um genres. Except for False Contender. False Contender is pop punk and um Lost Reds is metalcore, fragments is like a a mixture of metal and um, similar intense is melodic hardcore and orca is progressive metal. So there's like I want it to be as um, as um, a mixture of everything. So we would have like a lot of you know um, so we would have everything right under our roster. But um, we started. I, I've never really wanted to, not really want to, but like I've never planned to manage a band before. But um, I met Lost Reds. Mm. It was the time when we started um, doing this um, monthly featured artist segment on our page. So um, if you guys haven't seen um, the featured artist segment on the Finite Fam page, it's this um, monthly we feature one band, one local band. Oh, actually, we've expanded to um, we've interviewed 
um, international acts as well. So, um, so each month there's this band that we interview and we release this interview as a feature artist segment and we promote them all month long just so it's it's um it's a it's something that could like help promote bands to our audience to the audience that we have um on finance fam so that's how i met lustrous they were the first um featured artists that i've that finance fam had and um i i was uh i was actually a lustrous fan way before i even started finance fam when i was just going to local gigs i would always see them and they were just like, every time um, it's their set, everyone's like, oh, you should see this. Like everyone's like watching when it's Lost Reds right. on um, local gigs. So I've always like, I've seen them live before and um, I've always been a fan. And then um, after the featured artist thing, they contacted me and they asked if we could handle their tour, their um, nationwide tour. And that's how we kind of bonded. And then um, they asked me to be their manager. So that's, basically where it all started, the management thing. Mm. Yeah, I've seen lots threats, I think probably four or five times, uh, including uh, they opened for Slayer, right? That that time we met yeah. in Islam, they were open for Slayer. They opened for Slayer, super cool. That was like uh, one of their <laughs> dreams as a band. So they were like super happy and nervous about it. It was cool too, because I got to, um, I got to, have a free pass backstage, so I was um I was like hanging out with a mirror and everyone else. It's <laughs> I love some sound. Yeah, and I saw this uh, the performance uh, Lostred did on the tower tower sessions, right? That's uh, the yeah. march of the skip. That's a really cool video, huh? <laughs> cool. Yeah, they cool. used to be on Tower of Doom, so that's why we have that okay. video. Right. And then this other band, uh, Nico's band, Fragments, uh, which Fragment. I, yeah, so which I'm really uh, trying to figure out what what that band is because they they released this Heaven's Gate video recently, right? So yeah, it, it's quite amazing. It's I feel that they're they're kind of I don't know they're trying to their message is kind of black metal. <laughs> yeah, kind of, but um. They're not really like, um, so to say, like Antichrist or like something. They're not really like that, but it's more of like um, they they want to be um, as um, what do you call it? Like they want to be like as transparent as like, but nothing against like whatever. Just you know, just not basically because black metal is like basically like I'm against religion and right. all that. But like, it's it's really like nothing really that much like that. Just you know, just being themselves. Yeah, I noticed that the that what the video that they did with the the Heaven's Gate cult videos and the clips and stuff, it's it's really it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's a it's from a Philippine band, right? It feels very oh, international. It was um it was a DIY thing. Mm, it's really really cool. I've seen Nico perform a couple of times. He's also a photographer, right? Yeah, he can basically do anything. Mm. He's like super talented. So, yeah. He <laughs> also he um, with Finite yeah. Fam he does um he does our all, all our graphic design as well. So yeah, I can't imagine because when I see him like a photographer, he's very quiet and uh, but he yeah. gets, gets on stage, he's like a beast, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's neat for you. 
<laughs> so, uh, so Karen, what was the first show you organized? Oh, it was actually Volumes Night. It was okay. it was this um Volumes Tribute Night where we had a bunch of um local acts to perform covers of Volumes. Right. Uh, yeah, that was back in 2017. I I started that because um it was um what do you call it like it was um uh, Volumes had just put out a new album back then, Different Animals in 2017. So um I started I started that show just to like um in tribute for two volumes so that was my first show ever and i had no idea what i was doing um just a couple of friends just helped me out to like keep it organized but it wasn't really organized i got drunk and whatever but it was so fun there was um a lot of people went that's actually why i was like okay maybe i i like this maybe i like doing this so that's why i kind of that's one of the reasons why I started Fine and Femme as well, because there was a lot of people who came out that night, and I really enjoyed that. Mm. So, what was the first international show? International. Uh, oh, first international show. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really count it, but um, there's this punk band from Australia called, called Stone to Death. Um, they, we we did personally. We didn't really bring them like single-handedly, but it was part of their Philippine tour, so I, I wouldn't really consider that as like our show show. We just kind of helped um, put up one show in one area, but it wasn't really our like um, our management mm-hmm. thing. So, but I would consider my first um, international show was of Virtue during Finite Fest 2019. Right. So yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> Stone to Death, I remember that was the guy, like, he's uh, kind of doing a Gigi Allen kind of performance, right? He goes extreme. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he got <laughs> naked on stage. and that's it. Right. it was great. It was, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, but the, the only reason why I wouldn't consider it is because considered it as, like, our first international show is just that. Just because um, we didn't really organize it. We just organized one show for them. Yeah, so uh, Finite Fest, uh, I was actually there. I was, I was there. Yeah. Also. Yeah, and then I remember the lineup was of virtue. Did you finish that you it? Did you finish the fest? Sorry? Did you finish the entire fest? Yes, yes. I was there till, uh, I think the last band was Parallel Horizon. So I, Horizons, I watched yeah. two, two songs of that because I had something to do in the morning. So I watched only their two songs. <laughs> so you had Off Virtue and then AR came from Hong Kong and then Parallel Horizons also from Hong Kong. Yeah. Right? Um, how, how did you, uh, how, how, how you were able to pull this off with getting Off Virtue and putting up this first ever festival? So um, it wasn't originally. It wasn't supposed to be a fest, but um, so of, of virtue, I've been friends with them for like two or three years now. Um, I've always um, we've I've been I'm good friends with their manager, right. Oliver. Um, we've um, he he wanted to do an Asian tour with a virtue, so he asked my help to um, put a show for them on in the Philippines. So I talked to um. I talked to uh, my team and um, we decided to just make it into a whole fest just so it, it, um, just so it, it would be like a bigger scale event, you know, but um, we didn't really plan to like have a fest 
that year. Actually, last year. We didn't really plan to. But yeah, that was just because we wanted a, bi a bigger show for Of Virtue. Because we know we we're, um, Of Virtue isn't really um, well-known in the Philippines yet. So we thought we'd put up a lot of um, other bands to support them. So yeah, then Iron Fest was born. Um, with um, Parallel Horizons and um, Arkham, um, Parallel Horizons is good friends with Lost Reds. Um, we also hosted them um, during um, the Lost Reds tour mm. um, the year before. So we became friends with them and we, start, um, we decided to invite them as well just so um, we also have um, different just so we have an Asian, foreign Asian band as well. So each year we plan to expand, to keep expanding Finance Fest, of course. So we, also, we, we are always aiming to have like bands um, from the US or um, Europe or Australia and then mix it with our local apps in the Philippines and um, Asian bands as well. So because we want to, as Finance Fest, we want to be as large as possible. You know, so, so we want to cater to not only just local acts, but international acts in the U.S. and Asia and Europe and wherever. Yeah, I noticed that these guys, when they come from like Hong Kong or Singapore, here the bands, they, they, they really enjoy Philippines, right? Because the crowd, yeah. they, they really prefer to play in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, because the crowd's always crazy here. <laughs> uh, this, uh, you know, I we also did some some shows earlier. We were trying to do uh, some bands, but what I what I experienced what it was very challenging, you know, to do shows here. The finding venues, finding people, you yeah. know. So how did you able to manage all this? Uh, what are the challenges, and do you sometimes feel like giving up on this <laughs> doing a show? Oh. So <laughs> a couple of times like no not a couple of times but like a lot of times um sometimes actually oftentimes i ask myself like is it really worth it like what am i doing like is this really you know because um it, it's different to host shows in the philippines it's a lot of money mm. um and it's a lot of risk as well because even if you um because you think you would think it, it's an investment and people think it's so easy mm. but it's really not that easy. You need manpower. You need um, you need extra money, like whatever. And um, you know, um, worst case scenario, you don't get enough tickets. You don't get a lot of people to go to your show. So you know, you waste a lot. Of, not like waste, but like you lose a lot of money right. in the end. So you know, that's that's. I think that's one of the biggest risks. But um, I. Um, the, the, the reason why I don't give up on this is because, um, well, for, I, I, for one, I don't really like quitting as soon as I started something I want to, uh, that I'm passionate about, like this one. Um, I don't want to just like give up instantly. And um, right now I have the set of people that um, support me, like my team and Planet Fam and um, Lost Reds are very, very supportive of me. So like every time I want to give up, which is a lot of times, they just, they, they know what to say. It's like, you know, like, um, they always tell me that, well, we, we need you. We need, um, we need Fan and fam. And they're like, there's a lot of people who support us. Um, 
and people who go to our shows like it means a lot because you know um these people are giving you their time their money for for the tickets and you know like just just um to see your show you know just to see just to support the kind of thing that you put up um especially with finance fans like i was so stressed that day but um everyone that turned out like just it it meant a lot to me and um i met a lot of people who even came from um far places provinces in the philippines just to see finite fest which is like it means a lot to me so it never goes unnoticed like the amount of support you get so yeah that's what's keep, that's what's keeping me going <clears throat> yeah so also that's why i I always try to go to the live shows as much as possible and then try to you know buy <laughs> buy the tickets and then buy the merch yeah. so that we support the band you do, you do collect a lot of merch so you always buy a lot of merch yeah mainly because of you have my, a poster right you have a finite fest poster yeah yeah I want to support the support the bands because I understand the bands yeah. uh, sometimes don't make a lot of money doing the show right it's uh, it's only yeah. when they buy the merch that they will make some money so it's important to support the the bands before i talk about the the next finite fest i want to talk about the show that you did in the after that which is alpha wolf from australia yeah so how that how did that that came came up <laughs> um well i've always i'm i'm like a huge alpha wolf fan i i have the alpha wolf tattoo right here but um wow. Uh, so i got offered alpha wolf by disrupt from singapore they're this um tour management company that um uh basically offers uh to offers um production teams around asia mm. so basically they manage a tour for foreign bands so i got offered alpha wolf um back in that was like back before finite fest even came up like i was offered alpha wolf a long time ago um But then I, I instantly said yes because like oh, oh my gosh like they're one of my favorite bands so I'm just like okay let's do it so basically that that was just it and we did the show in August 2019 yeah and it was uh, it was held in the what was the venue in the Novaliches right Matchbox yeah Matchbox right. yeah which is a long 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 ride but it's uh, I know it was so far but like <laughs> I I feel bad about it as well but like I would have put them in a different venue but there's just really there's um the venues in Manila are just so small yeah and uh, you know it's it's hard to find venues basically actually i like that except for the going to that that sometimes if you have to travel on a weekday it's it's really takes long time because of the traffic right so but uh, other than that the venue is it's okay for a for a metal metal show right it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i've seen there were so many shows uh, actually there um you guys released the finite uh, the the sign uh, recently the first issue um i was reading through that i saw the you did the album review some interview so what does it include if you can tell everyone what's included on the first issue of uh, finite sam oh um finite finite magazine um yeah. includes yeah um interviews with bands um basically it's it's um we just want to feature bands that are less well known 
So just so, because we've always wanted to be an outlet for people, for our listeners, uh, for our audiences to discover new music. That's why we strive to create articles all the time when there's new releases and stuff like that. So we decided to interview um, bands that are like basically bands that are worth your time, you know, like bands worth listening to. So that's what that's what people can expect on the next issues as well. We will always have um, lesser-known bands that um, that deserve your time and your ears. So yeah, and um, aside from that, um, what else do we have? Oh, um, reviews for um, bands uh, for um, bands and um, albums that we've liked so far. So. Yeah, it was. It's. I think it's less than thirty pages for now. Um, the first zine is like twenty-eight pages or something. But mm. you know, it's it's something. I don't know. A lot of people ask me if it's going to be a regular thing for us, but I don't know the answer yet. But I'm overwhelmed by the support that it has it has gotten so far. Um, so I I don't know. Maybe maybe we will continue it. It depends because. When the quarantine and the lockdown is over, we we will start. Of course, we will start to do shows again. So I don't know if we would have the time to mm. do the magazine, but we'll see. You know, we'll see where it goes. But right now, what I can tell you is we're working on the second issue. Yeah, and then you guys included the the Trivium album, the latest Trivium album review, which is which is cool because that album is really really I really like that album. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't listened to it. It was um it was written by one of our writers. Yes. Uh and then you included the interview with uh you, Arcane touring guy BJ who is also one of my friends. So Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Because, um well BJ um Arcane Riot was one of the prods that helped us with Alpha Wolf uh with, with bringing Alpha Wolf in Manila. So we had to like we had to include him. Because um he's he's a good friend of ours. Yeah, he helped me because I I saw this band called Bastardizer in Australia when I was in Sydney, yeah. and then I wanted to bring them to the Philippines. So those few years ago, I don't know anybody, so I keep on asking different people, "Can you bring them here?" And then uh, I was able to ask BJ, and then BJ was actually able to get that show done here. So they were able to come here twenty eighteen from australia so <laughs> so bj is very nice yeah he's uh, very nice he's very helpful yeah <laughs> <clears throat> did you karen did you see this uh, latest video uh ghost inside video aftermath have you seen yeah. that one yeah oh my god it's so uh, so crazy right i i i, I was know. like <laughs> they're, they're finally back yeah crazy i was like when you watch this one, it's a very good song, and then I feel like you will end up in tears, right? Almost. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're like a big Ghost Inside fan, because you know, like it was tragic, and then they really like got back up. For this day. Yeah. So, uh, what are the other bands that uh, I know? We should talk about volumes, but before talking about volumes, what, which other bands do you listen to recently in these days, or Recently, uh, recently, well, I've always like my number two favorite band. If volumes didn't exist, my favorite band would be Northlane. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I still listen to their latest album, Alien. It's one of my favorite albums ever. Um, what else? Um, Sleep Token. Mm. If you haven't heard about them, they're um they're this British band that is so so good. I I I don't even know how to explain their music, but yeah, I listened to one of the songs and yeah, I couldn't even uh, categorize them yet to what kind of music it is. Right, Sleep Token. Yeah, but it's it's I think it's so experimental and refreshing to me. So I love them. And um, recently I got into Dayseeker. Hmm. They're this um, alternative rock band, but it's it's so good. I've been I've been obsessed with them recently. And also Loth. If you haven't, have you heard about Loth? No. Oh, you should listen to Loth. They're like they're like um, big Deftones. Okay. Wow. Yeah, they're they're a lot like Deftones, but still has their own kind of sound to it which makes it you know still their very own sound but it would remind you of deftones but um yeah so that's pretty much all i listen to yeah uh oh dance you haven't danced the new dance having dance album is amazing which band december avenue what what what's the last band you said dance gavin dance uh okay Okay. Um, <clears throat> do you also listen to like Fairy Fairy, Veil of Maya, those bands? Yeah, Veil of Maya. Those two are two of my favorite bands as well. And um, Veil of Maya, I'm so glad I got to see them with volumes. Right. Yes, they played with yeah. volumes. Right. They're um, they're also very good friends with volumes as well. Uh, Karen, what about Poppy? <laughs> you know that, right? Poppy signed with. Yeah, Sumer- but I've never but- listened to Poppy. <laughs> what is it? The solo artist Poppy. Because I, because um, I, I know that Poppy used to. Be, I, I've heard the song of Poppy because before she was signed to Samirian Records. Right. But um, yeah, I was, I was like, oh, this is weird. But I didn't really like it. So, but I've, I've haven't, I haven't listened to her, to her new music. Mm. Is it metal now? Yeah, uh, kind of. She's. I think she has this Asian kind of influence. Like this. she's trying to follow like uh, baby metal type of style. Oh, okay. So you know, death metal music background, but she, but she sings like a lollipop song. Like pop. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the lyrics. Are I don't. Like, I don't know if I would be into that because I don't. I'm not really a big fan of baby metal. Mm. But either way, I was gonna. I was still gonna go to pop song sound because. I wanted to see King 810. Yes, King 810 was part of the... <clears throat> so you you convinced uh, Vernon to uh, bring volumes to the Philippines, right? So how long, yeah. did it, how long did it take? How many years? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like three years, two or three years. Right. Something. You could, you could actually ask Vernon about that, but he would... <laughs> I don't know. It's so embarrassing. I keep begging him to, and um, the first time I asked him, I was like, um, I was like, Sir Vernon, do you, have you ever heard of volumes? And that was back in 2014. So that, that was like their peak because um, they released their album that just um, got them into, you know, got, got them into fame in the gent community. So um, I asked Sir Vernon if he has heard of volumes and he's like, oh, um, no, I, I mean, 
and he was like, "Oh yeah, I've heard of I've heard of them, but like I don't think they have enough fans here for me to bring them." So I was like, "Okay, that's totally understandable." Yeah. So what I did was I started Volumes Philippines, which is this oh. whole uh, Volumes street team. So okay. you know, just to, just and I got so many people to um to keep on tweeting Vernon from time to time, you know, so just so he would feel the volumes um, crescents in the country. So like, he didn't even tell me that he was finally gonna bring them. But I just know I keep begging him to since mm. 2014. And then like, um, when it was 2016, um, what, they released this article interview with volumes on the pop magazine. And I was like, wait a minute, why is he interviewing volumes? And, uh, well, I realized, well, maybe he's bringing them finally. And then he, they got announced to Pop SummerSlam. I was like, oh, I was like in tears almost. Maybe your street team, it, it got to pulp, right? So they probably seen your presence already. So that, Yeah, yeah it was money. probably, yeah. And um, I, I love, like, I, I will always owe it to Vernon that I got to see them live. And um, and even even then, when... um. Uh, I was, it was, this is a Pop Summer Slam story because when I was at Pop, that was like my first Pop Summer Slam, the Volumes one. And um, I was talking to Gus, their uh, Volumes vocalist then. Mm. Um, I was talking to him and then Vernon approaches us and he's like, oh, and he's like, hey, oh, guys, you, you guys are finally meeting and blah, 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 blah. And then um, he says to Gus, like, did you know that Karen's the reason that I brought you guys here? Mm. Oh, he, he told Volumes that. So that that means a lot to me. Yeah. So I was I always tell everyone that I ever meet that um, Vernon brought volumes because of me. I'm always gonna tell that. He said so himself. So when when they were here in the Philippines, you, you got to spend side spend time with the band, right? A little bit. Yeah, I basically forced them to spend time with. Them. No, but when I first met them, um. They, they immediately recognized me. I was like, hey, I'm Karen. And they were like, we already know you. Don't <laughs> introduce yourself. And um, yeah, um, they were, because they were here for like four or five days. Like right after, so right after Pulp Summer Slam, they were still here for like another three days or something. Right. But um, yeah, so I got to spend time with them because I've always like I've always like messaged them because like I I was like oh I'm breathing the same air as volumes right now, so I couldn't stay at home. I was like, I should meet you. So I basically canceled everything that I've been doing all of those five days, four to five days, and just like tried to spend time with them. And they were like so, so so nice to me. Yeah, I've seen the video. Some of the videos. I don't know if it's yours or there that like. They were taking the tricycles and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did they enjoy the food I here? Tricycle with Diego, actually. <laughs> How much? So Did they enjoy the food in the Philippines? What? Did they enjoy the food in the Philippines? Yeah, they love. Um, uh, I asked Rod um, their basis. He says he loves tapa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know this band is very close to your heart. So, what what uh, what did you felt when I, when you find out that Diego has passed away? I actually it was it's really really a really really sad story because um 
So I found out through his brother on Twitter, um, Gus. He tweeted that he tweeted R.I.P. Diego, and I, I at first I didn't really want to believe it. I was like, is this a joke or whatever? But um, so I messaged the guys from Volumes because I wanted to confirm, and the drummer replied to me, and he didn't even know. He found out about he found out about Diego through me because I asked him what happened. He's like what what happened and i was like oh you don't know and then I'm like, i sent him um goes street and so he really found out about diego about um from me so that's really sad i that was that was like a week before my birthday yeah that was a week before my birthday and um i was gonna have this like um party with um the finite fam team but um, I, I wanted to cancel it. I was like, I was, basically, I, I just wanted to cry. I was, I was so hurt. So. Yeah, I, I remember I, I saw that the, the in, in Twitter and then I immediately send you a message, right? <laughs> when that happened. Because um, Jago's like, I think Jago's like the closest one to me, if not Rad. Um, so he, um, I got to spend the most time with Jago when he was here as well, and um, I talked to him from time to time over the years, and he's he's so so sweet, like he's the nicest guy ever. So Diego passed away also, I think, uh, around the same time when Gus Gus left the band as well, right? Oh no, um, they left. Um, Gus left. Uh, actually, Diego left and Gus got, got kicked out. Right. Um, and then maybe like one or two weeks later, that was when Diego passed away. But um, when when Diego when I found out that Diego left, I messaged him, and that was the last time I've ever talked to him because I messaged him about him leaving, and I so I asked him why he left, and he was like he he wasn't really he said he wasn't really into volumes anymore, but there was no bad blood between between him and the and the band he just didn't really feel like um being in volumes anymore he, does, he doesn't really, really want to do metal anymore he just wanted to um be a producer because he always he, he also produces so mm. yeah he he produced all the volumes albums but that's all he wanted to do should be all he wanted to do now but yeah so he um so I told him like I don't want I don't really want a volumes without you and he's like well don't don't worry about it because um they're gonna be fine and um well they took their original singer back Michael Barr mm. so yeah I, I um I love new volumes now but you know I always miss Jago. So what about the new the they released the new single Pixelate right so think of, what do you think about that song? I love Pixelate. I think it's the best song they've written in years. Like since Michael Barr left, that was that's their best song they've ever released. For me, at least, because it's it's um it's more of like going back to their roots, going back to their original sound, which is what I really miss about them. Since they changed their sound back in 2017, they became more like. Um, softer or poppy. Like, I mean, I loved, I loved, I still loved the new sound back in 2017. But 
you know, um, the new, um, they're bringing back their old sound now, which is like very nostalgic and, you know, something that I really missed about them. Do you think you will ever consider, you will ever consider bringing volumes back to the Philippines again? Oh, that's like my number one goal. Once <laughs> I bring volumes here, I'm done. Like I, I could give up. Can <laughs> uh, with that thought. So, what, uh, what, uh, what are you planning for? For maybe for 2021 or anything that you're working on or any hint that you can provide to everyone? Well, definitely find it fast again because you know. Um, we were supposed to have a bigger finance fest this year, but well, that's over now. But you know, maybe next year when we're allowed, it's going to be a big finance fest. That's something I could promise. Um, more international shows because we all we were supposed to bring in maybe like three or two international bands this year mm. as well. But um, well, that's not happening anymore. But yeah, definitely more of those because um, I just know that once this is all, all over, people are going to be stoked to go to shows again because we all miss shows. Yeah. So I expect a lot of people to keep coming to shows. So it's, I mean, we're not going to stop doing that. Yes. Um, anybody you want to shout out to, Karen? Well, I don't know. Shout out to my team, Finance Fam, and everyone who supports us. Um, shout out to my bands. Um, listen to my bands, Lustrance, mm. Orca, Fragments, uh, Similar Intense, and False Contender, or whichever you prefer, whatever genre you want, we have it all. But yeah, and um, that's, I think that's it. Yeah, I, I like to thank you, Karen, for, you know, uh, you thank know, always, you for you're, me. you're always approachable. I can always message you and, you know, putting up all these, all these shows and, you know, bringing these bands. It's very, really the thing that you do to the scene is very good. So, so thank you very much for joining, Karen. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, see you, see you. <laughs> thank you, Karen. <laughs>